about the Messi thing? Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This Messi thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 114, also known as the Battered Herons season finale award show. How are you doing, Mr. KVD? Hey, man, I'm happy to just get this over with. End of the season awards. I, I, we've been dying for this episode. We've been dying for it. So here we are. It's Christmas season, and we're giving you guys a gift that you never expected. I mean, I wouldn't hype it up that much. It's not, it's not going to be that great, guys. Ah, uh, come on. <laughs> it's not going to be that great. But it is going to be fun. I, I expect to have some fun. I kind of am curious to see where uh, everything ended up. I got to see how many people voted. And we had a, a, a pretty great turnout, which I'm, I'm pretty uh, I appreciative of you guys. We had uh, much appreciated for, so, for some reason we had 131 for one survey and 129 for the other. So I guess two people just decided not to take the other. But regardless, pretty good turnout, and um, you know we're gonna get into it. But before we do, uh, maybe we should do a little housekeeping real quick before we get started on the awards and all that other good stuff for the end of the year awards show. So real quick. I wanted to touch on two things. The first one being the season tickets have officially sold out. How are you feeling about that, Mr. KBD? That's kind of weird. You think it's legit? You think legitimately they sold all the tickets out? Yeah. Yeah. But I think that it's it's like uh, my cousin. I'm not going to put his name out there. But my cousin has quite the nice hookup to tickets for a bunch of sporting events because yeah. his corporation gets them. And of I think course. that that's what it ends up being, right? Corporations buy these tickets and they give it to their employees or people they're trying to woo for whatever reason. So and they just uh, buy buckets of tickets. And that's it. And then they don't care who's – and like into Miami, the, the front office doesn't care who's really attending the game as long as they made the money, right? So Exactly, yeah. So it, it ends up you know, being kind of weird at the actual stadium after uh, once all those people actually show up. But, yes, I 100% well, believe that they really sold those tickets. They made money off of those tickets. Well, I mean, I imagine that at the end of the day, they're going to fill the stadium, whether it's with season ticket holders or people buying off of those season ticket holders. So they're going to fill the stands. I mean, look, everybody's going to want to come see Messi. This is going to be the first full year that he's going to play with us. So I could definitely see still a good turnout, regardless of who's owning those tickets. Um, I mean, it's exciting, man. You know, we're selling out season tickets. I know that it's because of Messi, obviously. But I, I think that this is going to be good for the team in the long run. Uh, but I think those corporations that buy up those tickets, for example, like I get that that they what brought them here was messy. But I think that they're going to like having these tickets to either use for a company event, to give to their employees, yeah. to give to anybody that they're trying to, to recruit or whatever the hell, whatever it is that they do with these tickets. I think that yeah. now that they're in, they're going to keep renewing. I mean, what's it to them? They're huge corporations. So I think that... Like our hopes of like all oh, the stadiums gonna be empty once Messi leaves and then they'll have to drop the prices. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's gonna happen now. Well the way that the, it, the way these tickets sold out, I don't think that's happening anymore. Well, I mean, you have to understand. I mean, we're gonna be making the climb back, we're gonna be making the climb towards the new stadium. So it's gonna be from one big thing to the next. So I don't anticipate there be a drop-off 
maybe once we get into the new stadium and Messi doesn't sign, or I mean, I don't know if he's going to do like another year or something, but that's the only thing that I can imagine is going to happen. And I mean, people are, people are chiming in like Sean, he's mentioning prices will drop when the new stadium opens. I believe so too, maybe. Sean, because maybe I, I do think that there's going to be more seating. And so obviously you're going to have to drop the price. Uh, yeah. Just like just, yeah, you spoke right, right before I dropped the price will drop Sean. Because more seats to sell. Absolutely. Um, more quantity. So they can't be able to charge more money. Um, I mean, it's a good problem for us. And especially for all of us that live in Miami-Dade. And I'm speaking for myself as well. I can't wait for that day. I can't wait. I don't want to well, go to Broward anymore. You and me both. And then uh, one last bit of, uh, I don't want to say, I want to call it news. But talking point that a lot of people have been bringing up is Messi in an interview uh, just recently apparently referred to the MLS as, well, the quote when translated into English, I forgot what, was it the Athletic? Put the minor leagues. Yeah. Uh, well, before before I tell you what I think, go ahead. What do you think when you when you read that headline, Messi refers to the MLS as the minor leagues? I mean, I think just it, it gets lost in translation. There's a lot of things that people can say in Spanish that just comes out very differently in English. And, you know, it, I mean, there's there's words that you can say in Spanish that fit one culture and doesn't fit another culture. So I think the fact of the matter is, is it just gets lost in translation and it's not a really big deal. I mean, look, the way that he prefaced it is it is a lower league. It I mean, is. is he wrong? He's, He's not, not wrong. It's not something that MLS people want to, you know, fans want to hear. But at the same time, he's not wrong. You know, that's like when you tell somebody something and it's a fact and they just don't want to hear it. I mean, what are you going to do, guy? I mean, it's a lower league. I think what it boils down to is uh, the way we view minor leagues in the United yeah. States. When you yeah. think minor leagues, you think single A, double A, triple A in baseball, right? That's that's the that's the definition for us of the minor leagues. Of course. So yeah. that, that's what we think. We think major leagues, minor leagues. And yes, I, everybody understands that the MLS is nowhere near La Liga or the EPL. Absolutely not. Absolutely but I don't think not. that he was trying to insult the MLS. He was just saying, I went to a lesser league. Now, I think the main thing that I thought was kind of, I don't know if the word is weird, but that I wasn't thrilled about was that he said that the only thing on his mind is being ready for Copa America. I was like, my guy, you still got like, 15 into Miami games, yeah. probably 20 into Miami games between here and there. Can we like, can you just like say that you want to win some titles for this team? That, that this team is like, it's only been around for four years and I want to make my mark. I want to make into Miami a, a global brand. I want to build for this fan base. I want to collect course. trophies. He didn't say none of that. He's like, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the Copa America. I was like, my God, come on, man. Give, give oh, me a break. Just, just go ahead. And Sean is bringing up no, no Royal Caribbean talk. And that's actually interesting that you bring that up, Sean, because uh, there were talks about Royal Caribbean just stamping their logo on all the jerseys, which I really think it would be dope. I do like their logo. I'm not going to lie. It's better than that XBTO crap. It's better than whatever Fruity Loops anybody else wants to put. You really like it? I think it's dope. The anchor with – I think that's a dope logo, dude. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? You're going to put fucking – we got a XBTO big letters that mean absolutely. I mean, what do they do there? Is that that crypto crap? Like, who does crypto now? 
You do crypto I, I, now, you're living under a bridge, bro. Good luck. Get out of I here. I like I like um the crown. I'm not a big fan of the anchor. That, but that's just me. Like if they were to say that they were just gonna go ahead and just do the crown, I think that's pretty dope to just have a crown at, right there on the on the chest. I think that's dope. But like the anchor, I can't say I'm a huge fan of it. So but dude, but I mean, we'll see. You have the anchor, you have the crown because we're kings. And you have the anchor because we're strong, right? Oh, you're, like, come on, man. Come on. You're reaching. But uh, so I'm not a fan of that. But regardless, it's going to happen. I'm kind of curious to see what it's going to look like. Um, but yeah, that's about it, I guess. So um, anything else before we jump into the award, sir? Uh, absolutely not. I want to get into this. And uh, I'm ready, guys. I mean, hopefully you guys all got involved. And look. For all of you that did get involved, we definitely appreciate it for taking the time to vote on our shenanigans. Uh, listen, it's a blast that we have, and it's a blast that we have with you guys. So uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. So thank, thank you all for the for the ones that did participate. For who didn't, go ahead and check out the Twitter link in uh, the link in Twitter, and go ahead and make I guess some final voting. But we're gonna go ahead and bring up the polls in, in quite a couple <laughs> minutes. No, the, the polls are closed, sir. But you know, oh. you know what I did find interesting. You know, when I told you that there was uh, one survey that people took two more times than the other. Yeah, it was the off the pitch one. So oh. we had two extra. So look, look at that. So all our our nice. our, okay. our shenanigans. Yeah, all our, our stupidity yes. here on the show. But nice, we have fun. All right. So where do we want to start? We want to start with uh, on the pitch. It's up to you, Poppy. Throw it out, and I'll see if I can find the banner, and we'll put it up and make it all look cutesy-wootsy. All right. So we'll start with the, the on-the-pitch. But can I just throw something out there? I wanted to put something out there, and I don't know if he's in here, but I wanted to put something out there, but I guess it was just more for me and you to kind yeah. of give credit. to Because we have a lot of people that are here consistently, from Mr. Krabs to Tank, Mike V, Sean. Like a lot of people that are consistently rocking with us live, right? I know we have a lot of people that consistently rock with us, but the yeah. people that rock with us Lucas. live, we appreciate we appreciate all of you guys. Oh, so yeah, I man. wanted to have one that was just for the best commenter of the season, and I'll let you pick one, and I'll pick one, and I hope nobody gets offended, right? Because I don't want anybody to get offended because we chose one over the other. But this is just something I wanted to throw out there because I really appreciate it, and as perfect timing would have it. He just stepped in the building. To me, my number one commenter for this season, I appreciate Mr. Steve Munoz, Don Cafecito. I, I really appreciate He's been rocking with us since, man, like the first episode, I want to say. So yeah, here's yeah. to you, Mr. Don Cafecito. I'm, uh, to kind of give you a thanks for rocking with us all year long. And I don't know if you want to bring somebody up before we get to the actual uh, awards. Well, the person that I would probably say is is the best commenter. I got to give it to Mike V because he's just he's just timely with all of his comments. He just comes by, bang, drops a dime, and then skates away. Sometimes it's a little awkward, but I mean the timing is 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 great for him. Uh, there's another yeah. commenter that I wanted to bring up, and I forgot his name, uh, but it, it's been a while since he's been on. But for the well, most part, Mike V has been pretty consistent. Esteban Dito was one that used to give you a lot of crap in the beginning of the year, and yes, then he kind of just did. disappeared. He just never joins us live anymore. I don't know if he still watches, but 
uh, a lot of people we appreciate everybody that joins with us and kicks with us live every week uh so um here we go all right uh let's start so let's start on the pitch on the pitch what's the first what's uh, number one on the on the polls and then uh <laughs> look at mike v always awkward that's my job so what's number one on the polls and i'll see if i i made a, a pretty video for that danny all right on the polls the very first award was uh game of the year all right guys so as you guys know there was a couple options for the best game of the year we made a couple pretty uh clips i'm gonna go ahead and chris yeah, I was. I'm gonna go ahead and add it. If uh, you don't like the quality, uh, go fuck yourself. No, I'm just. And we joking. We'll, we'll just do it with just one episode and with one award. Go ahead. Yeah, so we'll go ahead and put this up, guys. So check out this clip of the best games or best games uh, options of the year. Let's rewind. That. Please welcome the world's number ten, and now your number ten, La Familia. Please welcome to the pitch for the first time in Jose Negro, número diez, Lionel Messi. Here it is, Messi. to cement Miami into the quarterfinal. If he scores, it's over, and Miami is through. He does! The 18-year-old winning the shootout, Lionel Messi's Miami story continues on to the quarterfinals of Leeds Cup. How about a game of goalie wars? Callender versus Panico. Oh, oh my goodness! From Drake Callender, told us yesterday, he took some kick. PKs, took some penalties in training. Keeper versus keeper in round 11. They dominated. Saved by Callender! It's over! Miami finishes the script! The first ever League's Cup champions are Lionel Messi and into Miami! Robinson leans Busquets over to Jordi Alba, what a touch! Messi to his right, he keeps it on his left, of course. Oh, what a ball to Kramaski! Oh! To Messi! Oh, this might be opportunity for Rams! Against the run of play, Facundo Farias, out of nothing, opens the scoring for Inter Miami! So there we go. Those were the the four options. Go ahead and let, let list the options so that way they know what they were. Let's do so, that the other way before. So again, time. so Cruz Azul, Messi's debut, of course. The Dallas comeback and the League's Cup. I mean, a lot of League's Cup, obviously. Nashville League's Cup, Red Bulls, MLS debut for Messi, and then the LAFC. That game was the most hyped up regular season game I've seen in a while. And uh, Inter Miami came out and just dominated. And that was awesome out in L.A. with all the stars out there. And uh, those were the options. And um, go, let's see. And the winner was, with 40% of the votes, 
the Dallas League's Cup game with that crazy comeback. It was uh, ended up going to PKs, and Ben Krem took the game-winning penalty kick, and uh, that's the one that I would have voted for. Also, what about you, Chris? Yeah, I voted for. I would have. I would have voted for the same one. That that game was hella hella crazy. It, it was, and I don't know if we're gonna be able to keep playing these videos. That that was. That, we'll end up being here all night for that. That was a. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So this one I think is a little more straightforward. Inter Miami team MVP of the season. And just real quick before you you keep going, I think my favorite part of this episode and this award show. It's going to be looking back at all the fun times yeah, that we had this season. Absolutely. Because watching that little clip right there was really fun. That was a fun month. That was a fun month. Yes, Those were some was. fun games. It really sucks that Messi got injured uh, because that was that was, that was was fun. All right. So, again, uh, Enter Miami Team MVP. Before I tell you who the people voted for, Chris, who would have been your team MVP of the season? The choices were Lionel Messi, Drake Callender, Kamal Miller, or Sergio Busquets? Uh, I, I think I would have voted Kamal Miller. I would have voted Kamal Miller because I think that we needed we needed the, the, that solid defender in the back more than a lot of people take granted for. And, I mean, Messi's messy. Like, of course, he's going to make a difference. But I feel like on the defensive side where we were so much weaker, I feel like he was a very valuable person in the team. I would have gone with Drake. I think Drake Callender, those first two wins of the season were all on, on Drake Drake Callender's back. And the votes also agreed with me. 68% of the votes went to Drake Callender. 24% of the votes went to Lionel Messi. And 8% of the votes went to Kamal Miller. Wow. So, um, yeah, Drake Callender, officially the battered team MVP for the 2023 season. I really hope it's Messi next year because we need him to be that guy. Oh, yeah, All right. absolutely. absolutely. Next, biggest surprise of the season. We had four options here. We had Benjamin Kremaki, David Ruiz, Kamal Miller, and Noah Allen. So, again, we'll, we'll keep going this way. Before we tell you who the people voted for, Chris, tell me, who would you have voted for as the biggest surprise of the season? Well, I'm going to I'm going to ask you if you can be able to pull these polls up like as an image so that way everybody can see them. I, I don't know could, if it's possible. I could, but I'd have to transfer these images from my tablet over to my I considered it, but because I didn't want to keep I was like, should I start the show at 9:10, 9:15? And then I was like, no, let me just start it now. So I would have, but um I know. Well, I would have probably picked Ben Krem for sure. That's the player that I would have picked. Because he did start to make a turn up. I was going to go Kamal Miller. But, I mean, Kamal Miller, we kind of knew what kind of a player we were getting with him. So, I would say Ben Krem would be the ideal person that I would have picked. And there's a couple other people that are mentioning Ben Krem uh, or Kamal. Like, Sean mentioned Ben Krem or Kamal. Those are, those are two options that are pretty strong. See, I would have gone David Ruiz. Because Ben Krem, okay. I mean, we had travelers tell like – Hype him up back in January. We had him back on in January before the season. And, like, we, we had a feeling that this kid was going to be somebody. David Ruiz yeah. came out of nowhere to me. I had no idea yeah, who he, he was be before that day that he debuted. I and agree. he ended up holding his own. To me, the biggest surprise was David Ruiz this season. I agree. But, but now when we look at the votes, the winner was Ben Krem. Benjamin Kremaki got 48% of the votes. 
David Ruiz got 36% of the votes, and Kamal Miller got 16% of the votes. So, nice. Uh, Look at that. Look at this. And there's a couple of people saying Ruiz is too wild. Uh, Don Capacito chose Ruiz. So, you know. Look, da David Ruiz is a little wild. I get it. But I like a little wild sometimes in my CDMs. And you also have to take into effect that he's like 18 years old. I mean, he, to me, he was the biggest surprise. Uh, but you got to love all the kids like Sean Callahan said. All right. Next, we got goal of the year. And I know you you put these videos together, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna poo poo on them. Go ahead, put up the next video, Chris. I'm playing the video, bitch. Eat a dick. We're gonna get canceled. Barking out instructions, Taylor. Nice ball inside, Mota. Taylor continues right oh. for the effort. That is a That is option number one, by the way. From a man who's only been on the field about 15 seconds. Let me tell you, I didn't remember what a goal that was by Messi against Nashville until I saw it. Once yeah, I saw I, it, I'm like, that was a fucking that I know. Was a play. It happened right by me, too. I was sitting like row 12 right in front of me. That was that was a moment for me, personally. Uh, that Dallas one, by the way, the one that we showed the video of was not the one that I had in mind. I had in mind the, the, the game time free kick in Dallas. Uh, yeah. But regardless... <clears throat> Which one would you choose as the goal of ah, the year? I'm going Robert Taylor. Like, I mean, the skill on that goal off the volley, like, come on, man. I agree. I would also go Robert Taylor. I mean, the most meaningful goal, definitely that Messi Cruz Azul, because yeah. that was a moment. But just the goal stand alone, that goal, that Robert Taylor goal was just. And then the fact I had forgotten Absolutely. until the com commentator said, he had only been on the pitch for like 15 seconds. That was that was wild. So Robert Taylor, and if we look at the polls, uh, Robert Taylor won with 44%, but it was close. Uh, Messi mm -hmm. got 40%, so it was definitely Ooh. close. But Robert Taylor is our goal of the year for the 2023 season. All right, nice. now here we go to this one. Best moment of the year now we All had right. yeah what are the four options? options we had messi la presentacion we had messi's debut against cruz azul we had winning our first trophy against nashville in the league's cup final and then this one's a little underrated people seem to forget how hyped we were after we beat the union to go 2-0 in the season because the philadelphia union were like big favorites in that game. And they, they brought back their starting 11 from last year. They were the best team in, in uh, the East last year. 
and we beat them. I think it was 2-0, and we were hyped. So that was a moment in itself. So those are the four options. Which one would you choose, Chris? Uh, I would. I think I would have chosen the moment that we won the trophy. And I have a video for that, by the way, if we want to put it. But we could skip that one. <laughs> Come on, but, I don't want to poo-poo. Hey, look, if right. you're going to get canceled, and this is going to get taken off YouTube. It's going to get taken off YouTube. Go ahead. All right, let's go. Phil Neville, are you kidding me? You remember how hyped we were after those first two wins? Oh my god, I thought we were gonna even go undefeated. Though, even though I came on here and I criticized the defense and everybody was giving me crap because we had we had two clean sheets, but I, but Drake was standing on his head blocking everything in sight. Uh yes, and everybody gave me crap for, for criticizing the defense, and you know, it is what it is. But back to this, what would you say is the most memorable moment of the 2023? season i would say probably winning the trophy i think that a lot of people would agree with that i it should be that right <clears throat> but that cruz azul game man that was so special just because you just like even if we didn't win anything well, this year you, you you yeah exactly you know that something's coming like next year or the year like you know that this is the start of inter miami yeah. as a big brand but with that being said although it was like oh I, I had it's hard to pick. You have to go with the first trophy in in uh, in team history. I was lucky enough to be there. That to me also was the moment of the year. And seventy six percent of the votes agreed. Seventy six percent of the votes said that Inter Miami winning their first trophy against Nashville was the moment of the year. Um, so you're getting I mean, a you're you're getting a Phil Neville shirt, Mister Krabs. 
I'm done with you. Phil Neville getting the boot? <laughs> You're, okay. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. All right. So what is the worst moment of the year? Here are your choices. Trading Bryce Duke. The 11-game winless streak. Losing mm. the U.S. Open Cup final. Or losing Mike Marinelli as a PA announcer. I voted. I voted. I voted losing Mike Marinelli as the PA announcer. And I mean, look at this. I mean, the the announcer didn't need his Wheaties. Uh, let's see here. Uh, somebody else actually mentioned something about about the announcer as well. I mean, that that's that's that that's where I draw the line. I, I am with you. I, I am with you. I um, <clears throat> I, I really enjoyed Mike Marinelli as the PA announcer. I think he killed that that messy intro. And um, look, the eleven game winless streak that needed to happen to lose Phil Neville. That's okay. Trading Bryce Duke. I mean, I like Bryce Duke, but we had a bigger number ten on the way, so I, yeah. I can live with that. Losing the U.S. Open Cup final does hurt. I, I can see why some people might choose that. Yeah, for but sure. We had just won a trophy. We had already qualified to the to the uh, to the final sixteen in the Champions Cup because we won the U.S. Uh, the League's Cup. So although it would have been nice to have a second trophy, I'm sorry. I know people are going to disagree with me. Obviously, I'll tell you what the results were now. But Mike Marinelli, man, he was a staple in Drive Pink Stadium, and he should still be there. Now I know that we've had other people on there, after, and I don't want to kill whoever came out afterward. I know they're trying their best, and they're, they're not doing a horrible job, but they're not doing a Mike Marinelli job. And I, I would really like to have Mike Marinelli back. Uh, so to me, that's what I would have voted. Once I was driving to the stadium, and then I got that notification where Mike Marinelli said that he wasn't going to be there, and they had parted ways, and that really sucks. And um, I was ready to riot. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that, that, was, that was rough. Uh, I'm, I'm going to miss Mike. Uh, but all right, people did not agree with us, though, Chris. Although a lot of people did choose Mike Marinelli, by the way. But no, 44% of the people chose losing the U.S. Open Cup, which I can understand. You lose a final, it sucks. But because we had just won the League's Cup just a couple weeks before, softened the blow a little bit, Messi wasn't playing. And uh, like I said, I want Mike Marinelli back. So. Yeah, well, that that's done with that category. I'll go ahead and I'll jump to the next one, which is the biggest what-ifs, guys. I mean, we're talking about hypothetical stuff here. Four options, of course. So one of them was, what if Gregory never gets injured? The second was, what if Messi plays the U.S. Open Cup final? What if Inter-Miami re-signed Pozuelo? Hmm? And then what if Bryce Duke doesn't get traded? So we're actually talking about two things, well, three things that have to do with our number 10. And Danny, uh, I tell you that I would have probably voted what if Inter Miami resigned resigned Pozuelo? At first, I actually would have voted what if Gregory never gets injured, but we ended up having Jean Mota and we had other options at the uh, at the you know at the center defensive midfield position. But I thought to myself, if they would have kept Pozuelo, man, this this season would have been a little bit more positive, probably. So uh, aside from that, Danny, I mean, you could tell me what you were going to go ahead and vote for, but uh, what's the polls looking like, Danny? What's the polls looking like? All right. So with the slightest of margins, 
This was by far the closest thing I've seen so far. Ooh. The winner was with 41%. What if Messi plays the US Open Cup final? With 40, no, with 39%. I'm sorry, with 39%. What if Gregory never gets injured? So Messi won by 2%. What if Messi plays the US Open Cup final? So uh this would have been a better question to pose right here. Mike V is mentioning uh what if Neville was able to coach? I mean, Mike I V, the, the answer, the answer is pretty fucking obvious. We would have gone undefeated, my friend. Messi was never gonna play with Phil Neville at the helm. Get out, Danny. He was canceled. You're done. That's why he only got the one year contract. He wasn't gonna do that. All right, so now we're going to go on to the next category and the last video, guys. So you can cry along with me. This is the last video, and I'm fucking playing it. I don't care what Danny says. This is talking about the not what best... I say. It's what YouTube says. Ah, shut up. The best goal celebrations. So we got four options. Messi's Marvel celebrations. Joseph's Royal Knee. Drake non-celebration while in the middle of PK's. And Kamal Miller with the tremendo huevos, cojones, and la cara. Here we go. Family showed up in South Florida. Let's rewind that. Let's From the moment that. that man and his family showed up in South Florida. That's my favorite celebration. Whole face killer. There's no way better than this. No way. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you say it's better than that, you're a fucking fool. If anybody else voted any, like Kamal Miller's celebration should have been a hundred percent winner. Uh, I don't 100%. know, man. I, I, I really like the the um. The Drake, uh, but I, okay, so I'm gonna go with Drake. You're going Kamal Miller, Come and on. the people have spoken. Kamal Miller wins with 36. percent Messi, Mar Messi Marvel celebration had 32. percent So uh, damn, people didn't like Drake. I mean, Drake got 30, you know, 24. percent But still, but listen, still. Sean, Sean, that's the second time he did it because he has fucking two tremendo cojones, my friend. <laughs> That's why you had to do it twice. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. So, All right. we, Good. so so now we move on to the next category, which is number nine out of ten on this one. Biggest disappointment. We have Chris McVeigh, Diego Gomez, Joseph Martinez, and Coco Jean, aka Bargain Bin Jean. Bargain so, Bin John. That's what it was. I was trying to remember what nickname you had given him. All right, go ahead. So I, uh, I I ended up voting on this one, and I said that Diego Gomez is the biggest disappointment because I'll tell you why. McVeigh didn't come with stakes. Joseph Martinez was coming on the on the downturn. Co Coco Jean's played like five minutes here, okay? So Diego Gomez, who came as like this superstar from like somewhere else, he's going to be this fucking game changer. Get out of here. I like Tank. I should have put this one. Get out. Phil Neville. Uh, didn't even get an opportunity, bro. <clears throat> look, I I kind of want to say Chris McVeigh. 
What? Chris McVeigh was so hyped up last year because he did such a everybody said he's not a left back, but he's doing a serviceable job. When he moves to center back, he's gonna ball out. We thought we had found one of our center backs. Put him next to Sergio. I'm uh, Sergio. Uh Sergio Kristoff, and that's it. We got our tandem. And that did not work out. It did not look good. And I was disappointed, honestly. I was really disappointed, yeah. and he didn't get on the on the pitch. At least Diego Gomez kept getting on the pitch. Joseph Martinez kept getting on the pitch. Chris McVeigh was nowhere to be seen anymore. I yeah. thought Chris McVeigh, to me, was the biggest disappointment. Uh, and no way was it Harry Neville, like uh, Mike V was saying. Absolutely not. Uh, so you said Diego Gomez, and I like the reasons you gave for Diego Gomez. And um, let me read the results. The winner for biggest disappointment of the 2023 Inter-Miami season was Joseph Martinez with 42% of the votes. Wow. Mm -hmm. You know what I didn't like about that? That's actually a that, that some people got to skip some answers. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, 42%. Really? Oh, that yeah. sucks. That does suck. I mean, not a lot of them did well, it, but that, that does suck. I, I just realized that some of them did it. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, that just surprises me because, like, he's on the downturn. I mean, whatever. You guys can appreciate well, the he, votes, he, he, but you're wrong. You, he was brought in here to be a striker, and he wasn't scoring goals outside of penalty kicks. Like, I get it. I thought that he he got he played a little bit better than people were giving him credit for, but I get it. He's a striker, and he's not scoring goals. That's a yeah. disappointment. I mean, Campana might have been a good option also because Campana didn't have the best year in the world either. All right, so go ahead and 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 introduce the la the next off the field segment, or I'm sorry, <laughs> on the field segment. Now this one, I, I kind of like this one. Here, it, the final on the pitch award, kind of on the pitch, best song of the year. Now I kind of wish I could have played the songs, but my fear of getting canceled by YouTube, I didn't. Even though Chris went ahead and tried to get us canceled anyway, but. We have five options. Now, hopefully you guys know them by name. I am going to say the name. And if you don't know the name, go ahead and look it up. Once you hear it, you'll recognize it. Songs that played in the stadium or throughout the season. The first one, obviously, Muchachos, the messy version that everybody heard once he arrived. Go ahead. It's by La Inchada. If you want to look it up, I think you have to look it up on YouTube if you have Apple because they took it off of Apple. Second, Nunca es Suficiente. By Los Angeles Azules. That is the song that always played as we were exiting the stadium at the end of the games. So that gives you a little nostalgia. If you want, go ahead, read them down. No, I can't. We need, we, I, I know. Oh, oh, he said he wants me to sing him. That's not happening. La Gozadera by Gente de Zona. That was after goals, especially during the League's Cup. I believe that's what they played every time we scored a goal. Yeah. Uh, Rhythm is Gonna Get You by Gloria Stefan and the Miami Sound Machine. That is the one that they played right before kickoff. Now, I thought that we took a step down in the pre-kickoff songs because we've had some really good ones in the past. Uh, but so be it. And then the final one was the Tiki Taka Toco. By Fuerza Regida or Regida, I don't know how to pronounce that, but that was the song that was the League's Cup song. Which personally, that's what I voted for. I I'm gonna hear that song and forever remember that that magical month of League's Cup. So for me, that was the song of the year. Chris, which one would you choose? 
I probably would have chosen the the first option. The muchachos. Yeah, the muchachos mm. one. That's what my kids would have been voted also. Yeah. And uh, everybody agreed with you. Receiving forty three percent of the votes was the muchachos messy version by La Inchada. If you don't remember it, go ahead on YouTube, put that in. It'll pop up. Uh, that is probably yeah. I can see why. I mean, that was played over and over again once Messi got here. But yeah, I'm telling you, you listen to that Tiki Taka Toko song, and it'll bring you flashbacks to the League's Cup run. And I'm gonna hear that song and forever remember that magical month of Messi. And to me, that is the song of the season. Well, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna jump on to the Off the Pitch Awards, which is my favorite awards we have 10 for that it's going to be a little quicker because we don't have any videos and stuff maybe aside from like two pictures um but we're going to get started with number one the best nickname that we've created for some of these characters well some of these weren't ours so we can't take credit for all of them okay okay yeah that's right okay so the first one we got neymar light with robert taylor Mm-hmm. We got Ben Krem with Benjamin Kremaki. Mm-hmm. We got Campapi with Leo Campana. Which that one was not ours. We we heard that somewhere. I don't know who started that. That was, that, that that was Don. That was the Don. I think that was, was the it? Don. It yeah. might have been Don Cavacito. Whoever it was, it definitely wasn't us. We can't take credit for that one. We got The Sixth God with Drake Calendar. Mm-hmm. And then we got El Huevon Como <laughs> Miller. How did that not win? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Somehow that did not win. Oh, my God. You guys are awful. You guys are awful because that would have been my vote. El Huevon. Come on, Miller. But now you already spoiled it. So, like, fuck you guys. Get out of here. Okay. And, And ah, okay. Campapi came from the Discord. The Inter-Miami is the Discord. Nice. So, what were the results, Danny? Tell me. Because if Huevon didn't win, then I don't care anymore. Well, who would you go? Because I think the one that you used. Yeah, El Huevon. Really? Because I feel like the one that you use the most is Bankrem. I think that's yes. the, that's what yeah. gets said the most on this show. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, my favorite is Neymar Light. But what would what would you choose? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I like I said, I would have chosen El Huevon. All right. Well, by a landslide, it was Campapi with fifty six percent of the votes. Well, it's because he's a cutie pie. He's a cutie pie. That's why he has <laughs> flowy hair and stuff. Like, of course, he's gonna win, Campapi. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, you know what? And I didn't add it because it wasn't ours, but Cremita is a really good one also. That is a good one. That is a very good one. Cremita. So moving on to another category, which is the favorite battered Herons guy. Okay. And we have a very important one. This is an extremely important one. I'm going to introduce the first option without a picture. It's badge guy. We went over it on an episode where this guy with a badge decided to kick my family and Danny's family out of the front of the line because some guy from the supporter section thought that he was like big time. It was actually you know. episode 35 with Franco Panizo where we went over yes. and and uh, and birth badge guy. Yeah, and he just comes out like, hey, 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 I have a badge. Get out of here, guy. So that's option number one. Then we have option number two, which is overalls guy, okay? And uh, <laughs> as you can see here displayed, I circled him in a yellow highlighter. He thought that he walked out with the illest drip for an Orlando game of all time. Like, who wears that purple Barney shirt with white, white 
overalls. Like, what are we doing, guy? You looked in the mirror and thought, this is the dopest drip I've ever put on in my whole life. Get out. We're not fashion shaming people, Chris. But, dude, come on, man. Who does that? Who does that? He does that, and he's terrible. So then we go to guy number three, which is my favorite, and that's Fridge Guy. This guy was trying to escape the weather in South Florida, (laughs) and he entered into the world of the refrigerator and totally got obliterated. So, Chris, we actually have permission to play this video, and you chose to go with still images, but the videos that we do not have, (laughs) we don't have the rights to, that's the one that we played? Yeah. I mean, fuck it. You know, if we're going to get canceled, (laughs) fuck it, you know? (laughs) I was just hoping right. that there was no sounds in it, and then I totally forgot songs in it, and I totally forgot that the Messi presentación had a whole track playing in the background. So for sure, that's going to not be like whatever YouTube does with their stupid videos. We have not found Fridge Guy. No. Guys, we still need you guys. We need the crack team on this, guys. If you know who fucking Fridge Guy is, handcuff him and bring him to Section 124. But... Okay. Uh, so by a landslide, this is probably the biggest landslide we've got so far. 79% of the votes, Fridge Guy. Nice. Nice. There we go. Fridge Guy was the guy. We're a united front season. here. Yes. We're a united front here. All right. So here we got a uh, I'll let you introduce recent, the next one. Yes. We have a, a recent debate back and forth with uh, me, Chris, and some guests. And we put mm-hmm. it out to the public. Is Super Mario a superhero? Chris, I know you say no. I should have put some context so. into this question. Him with the star, he'll he'll curb stomp <laughs> Batman, I'm telling you. But unfortunately, the majority of people agree with you. 56% of the people say no. Dude's a plumber, bro. Super Mario is not a superhero. He's which, just a super plumber. By the way, I, I am I'm annoyed that everybody said that, but such is life. We move on. Nice. So next next topic here, Danny. What's the next topic? We have best places or best thing to eat or drink. Now, this one, I mean, it was honestly selfish. I was kind of curious what everybody's gonna say. Too many to read through, but I will tell you, I'll 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 read off the one that I see the most. Mexican food truck is the one that I see the most. I see Bustelo quite a bit, which is me and my wife. We love the Bustelo. Arepa food truck, I see a couple times. Um, uh, I see one that says Away Fans Tears. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was a good one, Mike. All right. And, I imagine uh, that's got to be Mike. Yeah, I see an, an ice cold beer from the vendors with Ice, not the beer fridges. Okay. And um, and then we got some other things. Somebody put nothing. Okay. Well, but yeah, again, a lot to go through, but I, the most popular one seems to be the Mexican food truck. So shout out to them, even though I think they got kicked out of the stadium. But def- they were definitely good while they were there. It's been like an on and off thing with them. Uh, yeah. It's Oh, Mr. Krabs is chiming in saying, away fans, tears, that's the winner. So that's not the food at the bright line. I've been wanting to take the bright line, but that's got to be weird. No, I've heard. I've heard the weight is really bad. I heard that is really bad weight to, to get on. 
and then to go get get dropped off. And I think they might even make a stop here and there. Oh, and look, we, we got we have Italy Jet, and we have actually. Oh, I wonder if Italy. I forgot to send you the survey so you could vote because one of these options for one of these servers actually was Italy Jet. That was literally yes. one of the options. Well, but I'm anyway. gonna we'll we'll get to that. As a matter of fact, <laughs> let's skip the following two, and I'll get to that one since Italy Jet is hanging out here. So one of the other polls is the proper way to eat toast. So obviously we have our little toast picture here. And uh, let me see if I can find that, right? So here's our toast on the bottom, one through six. First one is no toasting at all, just eat the bread. Second is the microwave, the bread. Three is slightly toasted. Four, medium toast with a little color. The fifth is dark toast and crunchy, my favorite. And then the last one is burnt with parentheses italy jet <laughs> so what are the results to the poll for the toast no i, I see that two percent voted for no toasting at all so, so i guess cali got in here wow. and and voted maybe and he has some somebody that thinks like cali not couldn't have been too many people voted like cali uh let's see um the winner is medium toast with a little color, which would be number four, which got fifty-three percent of the votes. Oh, you guys are you guys are wicked bad, bro. Mm -hmm. Wicked bad. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I get it. I get number it. Number two, better than the microwave. Yeah. All right. So then we, yeah, go ahead. You want to introduce the number number five? Well, I'll yes. go ahead and do it. Okay. Yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, this was your evil child. All right, so number five, what is the proper way to cut a sandwich? And then, of course, we have the diagonal cut or we have the north to south cut, as you can see on your screen now. I imagine that diagonal did not win because there are not enough weirdos on this planet that cut their stupid sandwiches diagonally. Oh, man, I totally forgot mm -hmm. I was supposed to present a sandwich because Italia asked us about cutting the sandwich, and I totally forgot, man. Well, you'd be surprised that a lot of our listeners are actually normal human beings. And I said that Fridge Guy was the biggest landslide. I was incorrect. With 83% of the votes, diagonally, I don't know how 17% voted, but 83% of the votes, diagonally, won. And uh, that is the proper way to cut a sandwich. You are a psychopath, Chris, and uh, we shall move on. You guys are awful. And then we'll go mm -hmm. to the next one, which is the proper way to eat a steak. We got, of course, rare, medium, rare, uh, medium, medium well, and well done. I'll put the meats back in your face, guys. So <laughs> what, what, what were the results, Danny? What, what, did, what did the people pick? 49% uh, of the people picked medium. Which is what I would go with, and uh, and forty three percent went with forty four. Uh, forty three percent went with medium rare, and oh, then okay. and then uh, yeah, and then everybody else uh, doesn't rare. Everybody else went with rare. Wow. Okay. Well, at least they didn't no, go like no medium well or no well done. That's good. That that's that's actually very phenomenal. So, mm -hmm. all right. So next one, Danny, with the giveaway. Yes. The best drive pink giveaway, game day giveaway, was between the messy pink flag. And that was hard to remember these because I couldn't remember which ones we got. The messy pink flag for the Kusasul game. Recently. Yeah. 
the pink bucket hat, the public shirt, and the dry pink towel. That white towel with dry pink across the, the yes. center of it. Which to you was the best giveaway of the season? I mean, it's got to be the it's got to be the public shirt. The quality is just it's it's where it's at, right? It's got to yeah, be the public shirt. It's really nice and soft, yeah. Uh, I would yeah. also go public shirt, and the people agree with thirty eight percent of the votes. The public shirt was the best giveaway. I'm surprised the messy pink flag didn't get more because it was going for like 50, 60 bucks on eBay, like right after the game. But when I got I to mean, my seat, there were no flags on my seats. The guy behind us had completely just grabbed all of them. All of them. Oh, and, he no. was and he was taking them off the poles. I was like, my guy, I think I'm you got my them. you got my flag. And then he gave me two of them. This guy's just taking everybody's flags and just taking them off the pole. Wild. Yeah, no, it's absolutely wild. And Tank is asking about which was the public shirt. So they gave a couple public shirts out. The recent one mm, that they one? gave was the black one. Yes, it was the black one that they gave recently. This is uh, the third time that, they do it. The pink one, yes. Yes, there was black two years ago. Last year was pink. And then this year they gave us another black one. So definitely the public shirt to me was my favorite. The bucket, the bucket hat was really good also, but they ran out really quick. Yeah, oh, and, I, and I and I think that actually tanks said the same thing. They ran out really quick, so that's the only thing that sucked about the pink bucket hat. All right, so we got two more categories here, guys. I'm gonna go ahead and do the next one, and Danny can finish it off with the last one. So we're gonna go with what was the worst battered heron take of all time. So we got five options here, guys. The options are predicting in June that Inter Miami will make the playoffs. Joseph Campana will combine for 30 goals. Mm -hmm. Coco Jean will score eight goals. Mm -hmm. Bryce Duke will be the starting 10 by the end of the season. Mm -hmm. And Phil Neville will lead Inter Miami to the playoffs back-to-back -back seasons. I wonder who said that one. I Yeah, I, I'll, I'll own that, baby. So I'll tell you what I would have voted for, and the worst take is... It's got to be the Joseph Campana combining for 30 goals. That's absolutely the number one worst take out of the entire list. I think Phil Neville should be in consideration, right? But I think you're right, and that's what the people chose also. 42% voted Joseph and Campana will combine for 30 goals. Definitely really bad take. Uh, and, um, you know, I mean, I, I was expecting Joseph to, to still be alive. You know, I thought that he would give us something. I thought Campana was going to be a baller, and I thought Messi would eventually come and just start giving dimes, and they would just start running up the goals. But, you know, it sucks, and Joseph is no longer here with Luis Suarez is on the way, and I guess we could talk about that in a second. But uh, here we are with the final award. And I forgot to contact him because I wanted him to come on to receive this award. Oh, it would have been nice. Yeah, I forgot to contact him. It would have been a crazy day. Um, so we had one last award. It was Worst Guest of the Year. And the winner with 100% of the votes <laughs> was Tommy One Time from the Atlanta United. Uh, he's, a, he's our Atlanta guy, Scarves and Spikes. And uh, by far and away, the worst guest we've had on all year. He was part of the worst episode we've ever made, episode 98, which will live in infamy. Nothing will ever be worse than episode 98. And That um, is the best episode. I wish we would have cut a clip to show these guys the end of the episode. Uh, that was such a disaster of an episode and such a disaster of a guest. But 
I love you, Tommy, one time, and uh, hopefully you'll be back so you can be another uh, horrible guest next year also. All <laughs> right, uh, so that wraps up our awards. Uh, you know, it was fun. I, I really like enjoy going ahead and looking back and kind of reliving those moments. It's always fun to look back. And uh, honestly, I was going back and watching some old episodes over the last week, so I kind of remember some of the stuff. And we we, this, we have a lot of fun on this show. We really appreciate people yes. jumping on. And it really stuck. Oh, man, that was a good one, too. Italy Jet, the best name for a guest? Stavros. 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 Stavros from, from Toronto. Stavros. Yes, that was a great name. Do you remember the date? Do you remember the date of the episode 98? It was the preview episode before we played Atlanta in Atlanta, wasn't it? Do you remember the date when that was? Mm-hmm. Uh, we played on September 20th, give or take. So September, somewhere in the teens, September's in the teens. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> um, but yeah, it was um it's it's really fun. It's really nice going ahead and, and reliving these moments. Um I'm I'm happy that uh that we've did this for the full year and i mean for the most part i've had a great time and like i said i was watching back those episodes and we've had a lot of fun on this show i was watching back episode 51 with the wise men and yeah. uh that was a really funny episode uh so if you guys want to just you just miss an inter miami and you just want to hear some inter miami talks just to reminisce i really enjoyed it. i think it was episode 51 i'll tell you for sure but that was a really fun episode with the wise men uh we were in the midst of a losing streak uh, when we did the predictions, Tyler said that he would give us one or two goals. We all started cracking up because we couldn't believe that he would say that we would score. And uh, it was just a good time. So, if you, like I said, if you are in need of some Inter-Miami talk, definitely go and check our archives. Yes, it was episode 51 on April 27th. Really good times. So, yeah, yeah man, that's it. it. It sucks. The season's over. The final is on Saturday. And then we start signing new players and looking forward to next season, which starts on January 20th, by the way, the preseason. But, um, you know, we'll be here. We're now here consistently every week uh, going forward. So we hope that you guys continue to join us and continue to have a good time with us. Um, so, yeah. Uh, do you want to end that here? Or do you want to touch on some Luis Suarez talk before we head out of here? Uh, I mean, look, Luis Suarez, he's playing pretty good in the Brazilian league. Let's just wait till he gets here, guys. Let's fucking hunker it down for a minute, okay? But he's but he's here. I mean, like it's, it's almost like a done deal. It is. It is. I mean, it's not done done. It's not done done. No, it's You've not. You've seen him sign papers. No, it's not official tissue yet. But it's not. It, it it's it's getting there. It's gonna happen soon. Yes. <clears throat> All right. I, I was gonna put one thing. And it was going to be a write-in response, but I didn't want to add another write-in response. So I'm just going to ask you, Chris, and the people in the comment section can can join in if you'd like. One thing that I did not add that I wanted to, what's something you want to see changed next year? Whether it be at the stadium, like in any which way, what would you like to see changed? Uh, I think that the I think that the team's giveaways need to be a lot better. Okay. Especially considering that they're forking in so much more money off of this messy crap and they oh. already uh oh it was september oh 13th God. that was on my birthday yeah man what that was heck? on your birthday yeah wow you guys are horrible you guys gave me the worst episode you've ever done on my birthday <laughs> listen that's oh not my, my problem God. buddy that's not my I don't, problem i did not remember that that we had recorded that on the, on my birthday jesus well 
I'll tell you, like I said, I honestly think that um, the giveaways need to be stronger. The giveaways Ooh. definitely need to be better. Yeah, like yeah, just like Tank said, season ticket gifts better be good. I mean, yeah, listen, give me something better than a lanyard and the card hanging off of that stupid thing. Stupid fucking yeah, man, like a like a scarf, a, a, what is that? Bufan, a bufanda, bufanda. Or, yeah, like come on, man, give me something good. Give me a freaking bobblehead. You know, give me something that I can be able to sort of work with. You know, not just some little crappy box that you ended up creating out of nowhere and just filling it up with whatever you found in the back of some sort of closet because nobody else wanted it. So give me something good, bro. That's one thing that one of, one of the other podcasts, Football Miami, they mentioned uh, they mentioned a bobblehead, and I'll take a bobblehead any day of the week. Give me a T-shirt. Give me something. Actually, don't give me a T-shirt. Get your T-shirts at batterfans.com. That's what you got to Yeah, get guys, come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you can get this. Stuff know, like- I, I I take that back immediately. Don't get your t-shirts over there. All right. Um, something that I would want to see. Um, first rider refusal for season ticket holders. That's something I think that should be a given. I don't know why mm-hmm. we don't get that. I know that they said that we're gonna get it this year. I guess we'll have yeah. to wait and see. Um, I hope they're not they're, they're not like just saying that and they're gonna be like, yeah, but for the playoffs, not for like the yeah. League's Cup or US Open Cup. So I hope that we do get that. And um, and I I would like. And this is something that I think that should be like normal. But I would really like if they give us more anticipation on release dates of tickets. Like, mm-hmm. for example, I wasn't going to go to it anyway. Well, like La Noche Oro, where they had that presentation for Messi. Like, yes. I think they like announced it that morning. And then like the tickets went on sale like an hour or two later. Some people work. Like, what are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to know how that that even is happening? Like, people aren't checking social media while they're at their job sometimes. So, like, that's it. You just lose out. Like, I think that give us at least 24 to 48 hours of anticipation. Like, hey, by the way, this event's happening. Hey, by the way, these tickets are going to go on sale tomorrow or the day after. Like, don't tell me an hour or two before it happens because it really screws a lot of people out. Well, and Tank is mentioning free parking. And let me tell you, if they do something like that, they're winning all the fans back. And and Tank, you mentioned more meet and greets, especially one with Messi. You can kiss that shit good fucking bye. <laughs> you're never, happen. you're not getting not one more meet and greet with nobody. Not even no. the janitor's gonna come out and say hi to you. Now, no. now uh I, I want to mention somebody else just put in the comments. Sean Callahan is mentioning us. Give us a winning season. Listen, Sean, that's what you get when you get rid of Phil Neville, Bobby. You get rid of Phil Neville, you just lose your winning season. Uh, well, I saw Mike V put something, and I'm not going to say what he put. But what I would like to put is <laughs> in the Bustelo. Me and my wife love to get Bustelo. Abuelas. Like, I would really write like Abuelas making my coffee. Like when I have Brad making my coffee, it just doesn't hit the same. Like don't give Brad. me Brad. Give me Guadalupe. Like give me uh, Maria. Like don't Miriam. give me Brad. Like that, that's something that we need to work on. But um, yes. other than that, I mean, the tickets, obviously parking, you're not going to get free parking as nice as that would be, but um, we'll see. Ooh. <clears throat> I, I hey, Jason, maybe, maybe if you want to apply for the job, I mean, they're fucking taking applications right now. I imagine. So now nah, give, give us back Mike Marinelli. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, anything else, Chris? No, man. It was a beautiful show, guys. Thank you guys so much for participating and voting on the polls mm-hmm. and uh, hanging out with us. Uh, and uh, and thanks for hanging out with us and always kicking it with us on every episode. Listen, we love you guys. 
And we can't, you know, we don't do this, you know, without you. We have a fucking blast with you guys and keep rocking with us because we definitely appreciate it for sure. For sure. And uh, as always, we appreciate you guys. Please take the time to like and subscribe and uh, help this channel keep growing because we've uh, had an awesome time growing along with you guys. If you are listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. Please leave five stars, comment, review all that other good stuff. And if you're watching on YouTube, please, like I just said, like, subscribe. And uh, for those of you in the chat, as always, you guys are the best part of this show. We appreciate you guys taking the time to rock with us for a full hour and five minutes. And um, we'll be back next week, and we're going to be doing this consistently now. That's it. Our offseason's over. We had a nice month off, but that's it. Let's kick it into gear and have some fun. So we'll be here from here on out, and uh, we hope that you're going to join us. So until the next one, have a good one.